ever since that Floyd fight, I feel like he has so much going on, he don't really care anymore. Like, maybe that's wrong of me to say, and I'm not trying to take anything away from Dustin because Dustin beat the crap out of him. Uh, the leg injury was just, like, the exclamation point on a bad fight. Like, he, I don't think that was going to change the outcome of the fight. Yo, what is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Max and Juan cast. It's Sunday, bro. I got Max via Zoom. All right, another week. I was just too lazy to go drive over there, bro. Tough Sunday. How's your Sunday going, Max? It started off a little rough. I woke up too early to watch the tennis. Uh, Djokovic versus um, the Italian guy. I can't say his name. I'm not going to try it. Djokovic won. That kind of hurt me being a Federer fan, but... So he's the third guy I want to win 20 Grand Slams, which is like basically the equivalent to a championship in the NBA. Yeah. So there's three guys with 20 and everyone else does not even close. All in the same era. It's insane. Jeez. Yeah, I, I don't get it. I don't get how like someone new off the block hasn't just came and like started like to take over. Yeah. Saturday night, I watched some Brazil versus uh, Argentina. Lionel Messi got his first trophy for yeah. his country. I was disappointed in Brazil, man. Neymar's my guy, and they just kind of... Speaking of international play, did you see USA lose to Nigeria in a scrimmage? I Okay, look, I know it's a scrimmage. I know it's a scrimmage. I, I, I didn't watch it. But, I have it recorded, but I'm kind of... <laughs> I heard, I seen Preston Chua got like a nasty block. <laughs> I think maybe at the end of the show I'll pull up the roster and we can just talk about it. No. I mean, I'm really, thank God Kevin loves there, right? Thank God. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But welcome, guys. Uh, we're going to be talking <laughs> about some NBA finals, of course. Uh, the last time we saw you guys were after game one. So we're going to be talking about a little bit of game two and game three that we just watched today. Get a little bit of Conor McGregor in who there. Who we start? UFC. Who the fuck's that guy, eh? <laughs> Who the fuck the, that guy? The guy can't even fucking read. <laughs> let's, let's, McGregor. It, let's do it, bro, because it's going to be quick. All right, UFC. What It'll was be it, quick just like the fight. 264? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what number they were at. I was at work, bro. <laughs> I was watching it on the illegal stream, bro. I was trying to line up my break with the fight, bro. Uh, <laughs> Did you see Greg Hardy get slept, yes, bro? Yes, I posted about that, bro. Oh, he my got rocked. God. Yo, like low-key, the other dude came out. I don't know if he was Tongan or like Samoan or whatever. Yeah, I think he is he's he's something like that. Yeah. I, 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 I told my coworker when he came out, I was like, bro, he just looked like he reckless. He ain't got no like technique, no like he just a brawler. And like next thing you know, the broadcast is like, Yeah, he plays with rec recklessness, uh abandoned. Like he is just crazy. I was like, <laughs> I told you, bro. I was like, he just looked like it. And dog, like Greg Hardy got rocked. Like he got his oh, ass my kicked. God. I almost forgot Greg Hardy was an NFL player. I was like, oh, shit, there he goes. There goes Greg what Hardy, bro. What's name? Kraken? Yeah. From Hogwarts? And, and then I love how they put former Cowboy. It's like. <laughs> Dude, that was put... like the that was the worst <laughs> stint of, like, Cowboy player in this decade. 
I know. It was fucking funny. But, he had um, that one year in Carolina, right? One year? Yeah. Yeah, he was yeah. amazing, though. He was great. Oh, yeah, he was a monster. Yeah, he just yeah. off the field shit got him, you know? Of course, yeah. Um, but it it was cool, man. They had a they had a couple of good fights. I thought the 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 preview, what what do you call it? The uh, it's like part of the main card. The undercard? Before, yeah, but no, but like it's right before the main fight. Oh, it was considered like, like the like the under underline of the main card. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But like that was a good fight and like a lot of the the under the undercard were like like you said, like a couple of knockouts here and there, but bro, Poirier Poirier and McGregor. I love how McGregor came out to Biggie Smalls because of the whole notorious thing. And then Poirier came out with James Brown. Like, this it was is going funny. downhill. This conversation <laughs> is going to go downhill. Look, but, man, I think Connor's like lost a bit off his face. I was talking to my, my dad's friend Devin about this. And ever since that Floyd fight, I feel like he has so much going on. He don't really care anymore. Like maybe that's wrong of me to say. And I'm not trying to take anything away from Dustin because Dustin beat the crap out of him. Uh, the leg injury was just like the exclamation point on a bad fight. Like he, I don't think that was going to change the outcome of the fight. It's just unfortunate. It's, I mean, it's hard to say. I know I'm not, I'm not an expert in UFC. No, no, neither. But, of us uh, are, I, I mean, that, that, that's what I'm, I saw the same thing, Max. I saw the same thing. I was, and I was pu- pulling for McGregor. Like I was a McGregor oh, yeah. guy. I like the trash talk, you know, um, I mean, he's done a lot for the sport. Let's be real; yeah. like he's 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 big time. He's uh, pay per view box he's office. Box office, bro. He had Stephen A. Smith, who I think we should spend one minute on talking about his fit. <laughs> Were you in the camp that it was atrocious or it was fly? I di- I didn't see that part. Let me that. can I let me describe it. My sister sent me a picture. I'm gonna pull up. <laughs> he's wearing a white jacket with like a black silk undershirt and like two chains, like. I'm gonna. I can't send you a picture right now, but dude, it was Stephen A. Smith is like cashing in right now. ESPN <laughs> is taking care of Stephen A. Smith. But like, okay, back to McGregor. If you, how much did he get paid for the Floyd fight? Like a hundred mil, right? Yeah, too much. <laughs> Do you know how much he got paid for this fight? I have no idea. Can you? You want to shoot me a number? Just guess. Mm, I don't know about thirty million. As my AC goes off. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I turned it off. Go ahead. That's fine. I don't can't, can't even hear it. Uh, he made three million for this fight. Oh, do you know my. how much Poirier made or Poirier? I don't know how to say his name. I'm sorry. Poirier. Yeah. How yeah, much how did much? he make? Eight hundred thirty grand. Oh my god. That's criminal, right? Yeah, it's criminal. And I don't it know just how goes they... to show like how much Poirier wanted to kick this dude's ass. Yeah, no, it's just <laughs> give him more. Am- but I'm saying Conor McGregor, just think about it from like a human standpoint. Like you made your money, you got the whiskey brand. He sold that for like yeah. a good four hundred mil. He's got all that off the off the octagon stuff happening. It's just yeah. like it adds up, right? Like you just think fighting's not a priority anymore. He already made it, you know. Yeah, that hunger but might be gone to make it. I'm gonna say this: I think the only guy that he can fight next is Poirier. I think that's the only move because like there's gonna be a lot of people out there, despite the fight fact that we thought he was getting his ass kicked. I mean, the facts are that it was a gruesome injury and it was quote-unquote bad luck you know like we don't know what what would what would happen after that so how how grew on a scale of one to ten how gruesome was the injury i give it a five it was bad five out of what yes okay give me give me some that are worse give me the Uh, worst ones you've seen okay uh louisville uh kevin Kevin ware that was the worst one that's the top of the top that's the worst one uh willis joe theisman yeah joe theisman 
Anderson Livingston? Silva. Anderson yeah. Silva. That Anderson was worse. Silva's was worse than that. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um. What about Sean Livingston? That one was pretty bad. Yeah. But I mean, this one was gruesome. Don't get me wrong. I've just seen a lot worse. It's crazy to think that it didn't give me like the heebie-jeebies. Like it really didn't. Some injuries just like it's. It gives me like the freaking creeps, bro. But this one, like, I was just like, damn, that's bad. Like his shit died on him. <laughs> yeah. Um. It sucked. I mean, more of the story is don't go for those little leg kicks. Those things don't end well. I mean, I know it's a valuable part, but it just seems like we've seen. I feel like I've seen four people's legs get like just snapped. And then he tried to take him down to the ground where that's where Poirier is is known to be good at. Try to get him in that guillotine. And once he slipped out, bro, I felt like it was a wrap after that. Like Conor McGregor has never been the type of guy to fight on the ground. He's always been like up, upright. Do you remember what Khabib did to him? Yes. Oh, my. Oh, he worked his he, ass. Khabib he's lost made. three of the last four fights he's had. Yeah. And the only one he won was against Cowboy Cerrone. Cerrone. Was a, was a scrub. Kind of washed up. No. It, it's hard to say because this is an iconic type of guy. And he's real polarizing. And I've seen a lot of articles talking about how classless he was at the end of it. Mm, but, I mean. It was hilarious in my opinion. But, yeah. Isn't that just Conor McGregor? Yeah, like, are you really him. surprised like, that he said that? Like, uh, what, yeah, I hate what about, that. Can you, do, do you remember what he said specifically? Yeah, well, he did call him a hoe. I heard that. Yeah, and okay. he was talking about how, like, yeah, it was no leg check. Like you're, like, you're a bum. Like, he was talking trash. Yeah, like, on the ground with his, like, ankle being casted up. Like, yeah. what's, how is that any different than Conor McGregor? Like, are you supposed to change who you are because you lost? No. And I've actually heard him at the end of fights, like, talk about, oh, this guy's a warrior. I respect him. Mm. I feel like he kind of gets a little bit of a better. Floyd. Yeah, He yeah. gave Floyd his, his props. Oh, come on. I mean, let's go. He, he had 80 million. <laughs> he had to talk nice about the guy at 80 million. I love, I love how Poirier was like, this whole crowd can kiss my whole asshole. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he said his wife will see me in the club in Essex or something. His wife's in his DMs. <laughs> that shit like, was hilarious. I think Conor McGregor, and it's, I'm going to wrap it up with this. He needs to evaluate, does he want to keep doing this? He doesn't have to. He's not like the other guys who have to make their living like this. He's right. got the money in the bank. And he's got to just figure it out. I, I yeah. feel like I haven't seen the same Conor McGregor since he did the Floyd fight. Yeah, I've seen the same trash talking, but uh, I mean, he's yeah, getting, the, he's getting a the little substance bit older. There. Yeah, he's getting a little bit older, but I, he brought me to the screen, bro. I, I don't watch I'm, a lot of UFC. He brought you to the screen. Like, he's just boxing. He's like that. And that's what I'm saying. I think his next fight needs to be Poirier again. Unless it's like someone big like. Uh, I don't know, like Canelo or something, like some big boxer. Uh, that's the only way he's gonna draw a crowd. Like if he if he fights someone like whatever, it's not gonna be that big. If there's a Poirier four though, I'm I'm gonna watch it because he I think he's gonna get his ass kicked, and that'll probably be the end of McGregor. <laughs> but and it was it, it was a fun ride, no doubt. Yeah, One of the best. Ride. Oh yeah, bro, he's done so much for UFC. Like, I, I mean, Anderson Silva got me into it, and I and John Jones. And McGregor like captured my attention for like two years. Like, you know, Con uh like we all agree John Bones Jones is probably the best fighter to ever do it, me and you. That's just yeah. our opinion. Yeah. Um, but he was never box office like McGregor. No, not even close. Yeah. Shout out to Connor, bro. Broke his leg. Broke Hope he gets his better. freaking leg. Greg Jennings, <laughs> Connor McGregor. But team on his back. 
uh, before we move on to the NBA Finals, of course, that we've been covering all NBA Finals all freaking year, um, I want to remind you guys to subscribe to our YouTube channel, bro, Max and Juan Cast. If you guys are listening to this on Spotify or iTunes, go ahead and follow us on there. And on iTunes, go ahead and five-star rate us, bro. It really helps us, all right? Uh, we keep on growing every day, even on social media. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. That is at Max underscore Juan Cast. And now that we have that out of the way, let's go ahead and talk about game three and game two, Max. So game two, uh, Suns took a 2-0 lead. I was and- wrong. I, I had a guarantee. Didn't cash out. Thanks a lot, <laughs> Middleton and Drew. Yeah, but you know what? They responded today, but I, I wanted to st- stay on game two just for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Just Let's talk about bit. it. Uh, yeah, storylines, of course. Drew, Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton did not show up. Giannis, I felt like showed he, up. he showed up and he figured something out because obviously he had 40 in game two and he had 40 again in game three. And what he did these last two games – it's absolutely amazing, bro. Like, he a grown-ass man, and he's finally figuring it out. Because me me and Max have been big criticizers of, of his game as far as him when the game slows down and not being such a fast-tempo game. I'm seeing a different Giannis these last two games, though, and I feel like it's it started when they were down 0-2 to the Nets. Because me and you even said, like, game three, like, oh, like, I haven't seen this, like, jump hooks and, like, these these post-ups at the basket. I, I mean, I was this. critical of the jump hooks because they were ugly, but yeah. I love the fact that he shoots those rather than three-pointers. Yeah. And I got the stats. Since that game you brought up, 30, 31 a game, 12 and a half rebounds, four assists, 59% shooting. Like, what do you want from the guy? Yeah. And – to me, it, you could you don't even have to look at the numbers, right? It's just about how he's looked. I test the way bro. he's catching the ball. He's I've how many times have you seen him really attack from the top of the three point line? Rare. I'd say maybe five, four. Yeah, it's times? been it's been all from the baselines, really. It's a short corner, like yeah. uh, let's just say elbow extended, so he's between the elbow and the three point line. And Jay Crowder. For such a tough guy, I've never seen a guy flop so much. He's such a tough guy, and Giannis is bullying him, and he's flopping. I don't know if you've seen Jay Crowder. Every time he backs down, he goes like that to push yeah. him. And I'm like, isn't that a foul every time? No. That's fine. Um, he's bullying them. He bullied them tonight. He bullied them in game two. He just needed a little help. And in yeah. game two, every time they made a little run, Milwaukee would turn the ball over, or they'd miss like a wide-open three, and it was just like – if you're going to come back, you need to make those shots. Those are momentum-shifting shots. And then Chris Paul would just mid-range them to death. I'm, I'm impressed, man, by the Bucks responding. You're, yeah. And what you said is going to be true. This this series starts in game four. Yeah. Uh, the Bucks have a must-win game. Game four is yeah. a must-win for the Bucks. Yeah. I know we've seen one team come back from 3-1. That team had a top two player all time on it, so I don't really think it's comparable in the essence of three one. Yeah, so it's gonna be tough, bro. And uh, but game two, they really figured out something. Like even though they were down and they obviously lost the game, I had full confidence in Milwaukee to get back in the series. And them winning game three tonight kind of reassured me that they're gonna win game four. And it's kind of like making my my prediction kind of scary because. 
I just I really like what the Bucks bring to the table as far as like being big with the whole Brooke Lopez and Giannis and the way that Giannis is doing it, man. Like he's put up these type of numbers in the regular season many times, but the way he's doing it is just a lot different. Like a good example of this, it was in the third quarter, I believe, third or fourth quarter. I don't know. I'm not sure, but he's in the short corner. And he's trying to get a drive through. He's being patient and he winds up doing a dribble handoff to Pat Connaughton runs a little pick and roll. And Pat Connaughton winds up, winds up uh, finding third him. quarter. You were yeah, correct third on quarter. the baseline. Yeah. Yes. Connaughton and I, drove. Yeah. Got him a ba- wide open and, dunk. Yeah. Wide and Van dunk. Gundy was even like, yeah, that's growth from a player because that's, that's getting into the second action. And that's phenomenal. Like, seeing seeing a guy like Giannis do that because in the past like since he's this like international player that hasn't been playing basketball for that long like people always throw him under the table and like ah he doesn't know the game that that good all that well yet and all this and that but he's figuring it out bro like there's just been numerous plays in game two and game three uh specifically that I've seen like that's growth that's being aware and just being a great player, bro, like being aggressive at the right times, having consistency, uh, just all of the above, bro. Like I'm I'm very impressed with Giannis. It's it's been a Giannis sans, that's when I'm going to coin it, like a Giannis renaissance since that game 2 against Brooklyn. He needs to be Shaq. And unfortunately that means he maybe can't close out games cuz he doesn't really have a go-to move. I mean, he shot 13 for 17 from the free throw line today. That's amazing. Uh, that was I don't great. think it's sustainable. Yeah. But just he's kind of a modern Shaq, right? Because instead of Shaq catching the ball on the block, one dribble, which I think Giannis should still do, yeah. he can he can catch the ball sh- sh- short corner and just take two dribbles, yeah. Euro step. And I saw stuff like he ducks in. He runs. Dude, Milwaukee's so bad at this sometimes. They just are so bad at when he gets a seal and they throw that like deep pass. And they always gets picked off. I mean, Middleton, you got to throw it like at twelve feet high. He'll go get it. Don't let Thank, Chris Paul get yeah. it. Yeah, uh, oh my god, dude! I was literally like, throw that's it happened up like high. four times. So many times, Giannis like has been down the court, and yeah, they just Chris throw him back like eight foot either, pass. It's like throw it ten they, feet. Either it's a bad pass or they don't throw it at all, bro. Yeah. If he was on the Lakers, how many times would the Lakers try that pass? How many every times? Time. Would, every time, every single they, time, bro. Yeah. They. The Lakers feed off of that with AD going down the court. Even JaVel, when JaVel was on the team. like Oh, any big. They have up. any big. They just duck in. And yeah. it's like Giannis needs to do that. Yeah. He's he's Shaq. Like I said, people say he's Shaq. Shaq said he's Shaq. He needs to physically dominate them. And he's he doing got, it right now. And Aiden, I know his stat line says 18 and 9. I didn't think he played that well. He was well, in foul he, trouble. He, yeah, foul trouble. He was in foul trouble. And for a guy who's been superb at not fouling, yeah. anytime he's not out there, it's bad. Yeah. And I know Camp Johnson came in third quarter, had a little run. Uh, he was okay. But just getting eight and out is so important to them. Well, I like what Portis did tonight. Portis was good. Yeah, He was tough. P.J. Tucker, I would give him a game ball. He was phenomenal. I thought just the energy he brought was contagious because – if there's one reason I'd say the Bucks won this game, it was energy. They outworked Phoenix in every facet of the game, whether that was offensive rebounding, uh, going for the loose balls. They outworked Phoenix. Well, Sarik being hurt and tearing his ACL is starting to show because 
when DeAndre Ayton is out, Frank they don't the go tank. to commit. Well, they don't really go to Frank Kaminsky <laughs> all that know. much. They're liking that you? little small ball. They're liking that little small ball lineup when they bring in a guy like Cam Johnson. Did, what did you notice specifically about the Bucks defense? Let's just say against like the starting five. Did you notice that they have Giannis guarding Aiden a lot? Yeah. And I like what they did because they like let's just go. They had Portis out instead of Lopez. They start Aiden. They start uh, Giannis on Aiden, and then when they do the switch. They'll just do a little mini switch and they'll get Portis on Aiden. And it's just right. like beautiful. It's like, oh, wow, there's no bad matchup anymore. Because yeah. games one and two, Aiden was just free run to the basket. Just it was it was bad. So I yeah. really like the adjustment of the defensive scheme. We're having that little like mini switch. Yeah. It was just beautiful. It really unlocked our defense. And I kind of hate the fact that both of me and you didn't bring it up. And I'm very surprised after game one. But a big adjustment, too, that was kind of obvious. Like it, it was so obvious the fact that we didn't even bring it up because it's just like, yeah, you're supposed to do that is on ball pressure from half court uh, from Drew Holiday. They didn't do that at all in game one, game two and game three. That has been a big difference from yeah, it's the difference from getting their offense going from 20 seconds to about 11 or 14. Yeah. And we got to mention Booker was bad tonight. I wouldn't expect this type of performance. He only played 29 minutes. He didn't come back in the fourth. Monty yeah. Williams just rested him, which I was – that was a smart move because I don't think they were going to win that game if Booker came in. Yeah. Uh, Surprisingly, I, that one they more kept note. in Chris Paul, though. Yeah, I, I was I was surprised by that, too. I don't know why they didn't just give, like, maybe some minutes to Javon Carter. I was like, this game's over. You're going to risk yeah. Chris Paul, who's been a notorious injury guy. Right. But – Cameron Johnson, I got to give him one shout out. That was one of the best dunks I've seen in a finals. That shit, I that, screamed. I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> I, I was, I was so happy when Van Gundy was like, "I don't even care. You got it. That's what we want to see. Exactly. Count it. If, Count let's shit. just make a rule, NBA. If you get dunked on, it's a block every time. <laughs> can we just can we agree to that? Yeah. Especially right, can like I get that. you to sign? Can I get you to sign the petition? I'm, I'm co-signing. I'm co-signing. Thank that. you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, I, but to go back on more serious notes, I got to give credit to Milwaukee's coaching. They had a good game plan. They're really just, you know, I would say there was like this brief five minute instance where they did not pass the ball to Giannis in the, when they played zone, I was like, what are you guys doing? Yeah. Cameron Johnson's guarding Giannis just to bully him to death. And that was really the only thing I, cause you know, how Phoenix kind of closed the gap in the third quarter. Yeah. I was like, get the body honest. Please. Well, there was a time where I like I haven't seen this from Giannis, but there was a time where he got switched on to Cam Johnson, and Giannis was literally yelling at Chris Middleton, like, give mm-hmm. me the fucking ball. And that Yeah, I think they were going to Portis against yeah. the Tory Craig. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. What what on God's green? And Giannis was that? got the ball and went to work. That's how it should be, bro. All the fucking time. But did you uh, like how Holiday's performance today? Yes, I, he had a stretch in the third quarter. He hit hitting like, threes. I was just like, Phew. yeah. Where's this Drew Holiday been? Right, he's just so inconsistent on the offensive end, bro. It's it's just really tough to gauge him, bro. It's another problem with him too is that like he's not really your pure like point guard, like playmaker the, type. The guy. Bucks don't have one of those. They just ha- they don't have a table setter. They have yeah. Middleton and Holiday with a little bit of Giannis. But I will say I've loved some of the stuff they've done off the ball. Like Giannis drives in hard and yeah. Portis ducks in from the corner and Aiton's head is turned because why would he look at Portis in the corner? 
Yeah. And they get they've got a lot of easy baskets, the Bucks. And if I'm a Milwaukee fan, I feel hyped, I feel energized. But Milwaukee can't let that go to their heads. They gotta act like they're desperate again. Right. And they should be desperate. Another this guy to a, shout out on the Bucks though, um Pat Connaughton. I thought he's been yeah, playing amazing. He, he was good today. He he was good on defense. I think he's yeah. one of the better defensive performances I've seen. Yeah. Honestly, I really like him though. The these Bucks, I think I don't want to say I'm I'm confident in them because I'm, there's like a little bit of me that's scared, but I just like the way they've responded to adversity this whole playoff yeah. run. Yeah, and they've dropped. They've done some buck stuff. They've dropped against Atlanta game one. They got worked, and then they blew, they uh, blew that big lead in game five. Right. But is this we'll, sustainable we'll though? Like, is this are are they going to keep this up? Because like Giannis can't score figured, forty every I, game. I, why can't he? Tell me why he can't. I just that's that's just tough, bro. Uh, just shit is not going to drop. I mean, a big reason why he had forty tonight was he did amazing at the free throw line, and that's not going to always stand. Like he's not going to always have oh, nights yeah, yeah. like that. So if, if he didn't if he didn't go third, so what would he normally shoot at a seventeen? Like eight or nine? Yeah, probably less than that. He gonna have thirty four. Yeah, that's good. But I'm just saying that's not forty. Like, but I'm. But I'm saying, why can't he get 40 with the shots he's taking? He's not taking threes. He's like Shaq averaged 40 for a playoff series. Mm-hmm. I know it's a big leap from Shaq to Giannis. Mm-hmm. But just physically dominate. And yeah. also, we got to mention, the injury doesn't look like it's a thing anymore. Oh, no. He looks I fine. seen him Euro today. I was like, okay, he's good. Oh, my God. On um, Jay Crow- Was it Jay Crowder? Yeah. No, it was Mikhail Bridges. It was Bridges. He left him in the dust. I was like, "What? What? How did he do that?" Right. I think Phoenix. If I'm a Phoenix fan, I'm not too like mad. You know, game three, emotional game. I right. wonder to see how Phoenix comes out in game four because they came out good today, but they just didn't sustain that energy. Yeah. Uh, going going on Phoenix side. Uh, what have you been liking about Phoenix? I know they had a bad bad game for for game three, but I mean, well, they wasted a. They wasted a good Jay Crowder shooting performance, which is kind of worrisome. He went six for seven today. Yeah, he was hidden. So now you got to figure opposite side of that. Bridges was really quiet today. I didn't like that from Phoenix. That wasn't going to stand. I, I know he had, what, 27 in game two? No, no. I'm just saying he only took four shots. He should at least take eight a game. Well, they're not at home. I agree. That's where the role players, like we've always said, role players feel comfortable at home. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. I like what Cam Johnson's been doing. I feel like he's going to get some more minutes if Bridges struggles. He played more than Bridges today. I know it was a blowout. Yeah. I mean, do you want to spend like five minutes on Chris Paul and how good of a point guard he is? I know he didn't have a great game today, but 19 and 9. Well, so, like you said, it was a wash this game. Like game yeah. three, this is the game. It's so hard to win this game for, for Phoenix. He's averaging 24 and 9 on 56 field goal percentage and 50% from three. Oh, what what more do you want from the guy? That's what I'm saying. Like, how much better him can and get Booker, the... him and Booker have been so fucking outstanding, bro. Like, there's been so many shots where, whether it's Chris Paul taking those mid ranges, uh, those mid range shots contested, or Devin Booker, like game two, bro. I felt like Milwaukee did not play all that bad of defense, especially when they're climbing back into the game and the answers that Phoenix would have. They were just great shots by Booker and Chris Paul. 
Like there was a yeah, shot. There was a was. shot where Devin Booker had in, in the corner where uh, I forgot who was guarding. It was probably like PJ Tucker or someone. Oh, but there was no he, passing he involved. Middleton. Yeah, there like was no. That. Yeah, like the little jab step. Yeah, he had, he had a little like like it was Kobe esque, and literally no passing involved. It was just pull up jumper, cash. There's nothing you can do about that, and it seems like all playoffs, both of those guys have been just making shots like that over and over and over again. They, they have to lead the playoffs in soul crushing shots, yeah. like when you need a Devin Booker soul crushed the Lakers that game. Yes, was it five, six? So many game six. No, Lakers won one game. No six. It was six. Yeah, six. They soul crushed the Lakers so many times. It was insane that game. He, yeah. Anytime they got a little run, it was like, here's a three. Yep. And so Chris Paul, in the first two games, is averaging 32 and nine, 60% shooting, 30, 50% from the three. And I was just, I just got curious and I looked up all the finals point guards just ever because I'm, because I'm a no life, I guess would be the word. <laughs> uh, here's the notable ones I have. So there's a good five years of Steph Curry from 15 to 19, which is insane. Best year he averaged 36 and five, really 40 percent shooting. Not That's bad. the year against Toronto he lost. Oh wow! So 30 points, six assists, five rebounds, 40 percent from the field, 34 percent from three. That's pretty good. Mm. I got Kyrie Irving, 27, <sighs> four and four, 47 percent shooting, 40 percent from three. That was the year but, they obviously won, right? Factor in those three games where what he had 43 40. times in a row where he went 40 back to back games. No, that, that was LeBron, was the, but him and LeBron no. scored 40 each. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then I have a year of Tony Parker. It's just like 18 and six, but it was like he was really good in that final. He was impactful more than the numbers. And then in 07, he had he averaged 24 and five on 57% shooting against the Cavs. Yeah, when they swept them. Honestly, I didn't want to include Magic, but I just put his numbers down. 26, 13 assists, and 8 rebounds a game on 50% Jeez. shooting. <laughs> the only – the guy I think is most comparable – I don't – like AI had 35, 5, and 3, but he was just gunning. He was just scoring. He's not yeah. the type of player. Isaiah Thomas, 27, 5, that. and 7, 60, uh, 50% shooting, 68% from 3. He didn't shoot that many threes, obviously, but like. If Chris Paul is able to sustain something similar to that, would it be the best point guard like finals run? Uh, I would and say go with he the has eye to win. test too. I in mean, game he has one to and win. two, yeah, in game one and two though, he was the best player on Phoenix. Yeah, I mean it was close. Though. In game I mean, one, he was the best, I thought, and then game yeah. two, I thought Booker was better. Yeah, but overall, just what he does in the game of. Hey, I'm gonna get everyone in their right spot. I'm gonna control. Like he's a he's an orchestrator, yeah. right? He he's the head of the snake. He makes he's the engine. Mm-hmm. And we you could attribute some how Aiden success to him. Yeah, I mean, I thought today he played pretty good. Just like and in it the ain't no slouch. He ain't he ain't getting guarded by no Deladova. He's getting guarded by <laughs> Drew Holiday. Yeah, exactly. And so like there was a stretch. I felt like. He got like a, he got like four assists, and I was like, they they switched up the pick and roll coverage where it was a trap, it was a drop, and I was just like, it was a switch, and he's like, I don't care, dude. I, I, he's figured it out. Right. Like he's so in control, it's insane. Yeah. 
uh, is there is there a chance? Him. Is there any chance? Because I know me and you both agree that you know this is just a game that Phoenix is bound to lose. It's game three. Uh, is there any chance that this is a little fatigue setting in for for Chris Paul and Devin Booker? Like maybe just like their legs are tired and you can't really su- sustain this type of numbers and efficiency all all playoffs. I feel like Chris Paul has had such a weird playoffs because he's missed. Did he miss a game against the Lakers? No, he played, but he was he played like yeah, twenty minutes, right? Exactly. He missed two and games he, this postseason due to COVID. Yeah, yeah, which is so weird. And then Booker, he's he's been heavy minutes all postseason, like forty plus, and but consistent the, as hell. You said inconsistent or consistent? No, consistent as hell. Okay, yeah. I, there may be some fatigue, and these games are like PJ Tucker's going to wear you down. Drew Holiday's going to wear you down, and that's what I like you said about the Bucks picking up full court or half court and putting ball pressure. It wears you out, man. It really does, and you have to do that. That's what the Lakers were doing, bro. Like you, you have could, to do that. The only thing I'd say is, would you say you could have made that same case against Drew Holiday and Middleton in Game One and Two? Because they played heavy minutes. Yeah. Deonis being down. I I don't want to say fatigue's the thing, but if I'm Chris Paul, I just want to take care of my I, I just don't want to see Chris Paul get hurt. I, that's what like the biggest fear is because yeah. well, we've big, seen this too many times. A big thing with Chris Paul, though, that's been belling him out this whole playoffs that very few people talk about. I said it on, on TV's podcast. Campaign. Uh, campaign had a big game against the Lakers. Me and you both said, "Yeah, there's, oh there's no way, there's no way that campaign keeps this up. Like, no, you're not going to see this. He's he been kept keeping it up. it up. He's been keeping it up. No, and he's I'll, a big no, no, reason no. why Chris. Don't Paul. say that. He he left for like the Denver series. He came right back in the Clippers series. Yeah, I, he was the best he's ever been against the Lakers. Yes, especially games one and two. Yeah, I was just like." Who the hell is this guy who's out of the league? Mr. I mean, even Handshake. today, even today, game three, I know I know they lost, but I think he had like 15 plus points. Like he's still doing his thing out there. And he's impactful, bro. Like he's a huge reason why that Chris Paul can sit those little minutes. And that's just Yeah, you have a great backup point guard. Like usually, like a big problem, like for the Cavs, when they were going through the whole championship run, when LeBron sat, it was a fucking problem. <laughs> I think they were uh, – it was a problem last year. Remember with the Lakers, they said anytime LeBron sits, yes. it's like their lineups are negative five or whatever. Yeah. And you have to consider this. Think about how Milwaukee, when they take out Holiday, who's the point guard? Bryn right. Forbes? Right, right, right. So I would say Bryn Forbes out of 100 is like 38, and Cameron <laughs> Payne's like Jeff 70, I mean, they're so, des- they're so desperate they play Teague. Yeah, they're, they're playing Teague minutes, and that guy's – he's washed. Yeah. And Cameron Payne comes in. He's a spark plug. He'll right. hit some threes. He'll be a pest. He'll get knocked down one time, get a black eye. You know Cameron Payne's <laughs> stuff. Yeah. But, no, he's been really good. Dude, Phoenix has a really good roster. Think yeah. about their bench. Sarich, uh, Johnson, Craig, Payne. Those are four right. good players. Yeah. But this is all-time stuff we're seeing by Giannis, bro. And uh, that's how basketball works sometimes where – it doesn't matter how 
how good your team is, like the Suns, Giannis is just going to overwhelm you. And like Max said, it's possible that he that he could average 40 because there's no signs right now that the Suns are showing of any stoppage of it or any plan I mean, that they have against it. What's the adjustment? Exactly. I don't know. I mean, the, the only adjustment is maybe you have to keep DeAndre Ayan out of foul trouble because it, it's even worse when he's out. Like, Aiden but, only slows him down so much, and it's not but even Aiden that much can't of a even, slowdown. Aiden, Aiden can't even impact him, really, because you just, hey, there's Brooke Lopez. Right. What are you going to do? Yeah. So is the adjustment putting Aiden on Giannis? I don't think – do you think Aiden can physically withstand him? Hey, it's worth a try. Uh, Jay Crowder's not doing it. <laughs> or Mikael Bridges. <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean, <laughs> tough guy Jay Crowder's not – <laughs> Jay Crowder, the LeBron stopper, can't stop this guy? Yeah. What? Come on. <laughs> so what, what are the odds you're going to put Giannis scoring 40 next game? Uh, Man. I would say it has to be above 50%. Above 50? Dang, really? Yeah. Because the Suns haven't showed anything. That's my That's my whole thing is, like, on the Suns' part, I'm not worried that the Suns are going to, like, stop him. It's just more of like a like the whole free throw thing, or maybe he's just not that efficient with his post hooks and like just shots are not falling, you know. But I mean, the Suns haven't showed any any reason to make me believe that they're gonna stop Giannis for he at least tw- thirty. He had twenty three in game one, and I was like, that was a minute restriction. No, no, no. When he had the, don't cut me off. Come on, <laughs> don't talk when I'm talking. But I'm saying in game one. When I thought when he wants to score, he's gonna score a will. I was like, I was impressed. I, yeah. I what you said about the minute restrictions correct, but when when you saw him like I'm gonna attack, he scored. Right. He just took 11 shots and he had 23 points. Mm-hmm. So if what's the magic number for both sides? What do you want Giannis to score if you're a Bucks? If you're the Bucks, and what do you want Giannis to score if you're Phoenix and you feel happy with? I think 30 plus for the Bucks like is great. Yeah. You got to hold him to 26. <laughs> That's not 26. happening. I don't but, think it's okay, happening. I think the big number is you can't let him get to the free throw line 17 times. Yeah. You just can't let him. Like, uh, that's, nine, that's nine fouls. That's minimum they of nine They did fouls. a game two. They did a game two, and he was – I mean, he wasn't that great. He was better. He wasn't like he was tonight, but I think that's okay, the whole mentality the for the Suns, Phoenix Suns. If you're the Phoenix Suns, how many free throws are you happy with him getting? Me personally, I think s- me personally, I think it's uh, I'll be happy with about ten. I think the yeah, Suns are happy say, with him getting like seventeen or twenty. That, that's so too serious. many. You you can't. That's just too many fouls he's dishing out. Yeah. Think about it. He gave if if you shoot seventeen free throws and he had a bunch of and ones. That's nine fouls he gave out. He can't give out nine fouls. Yeah. No, because you're going to get some ticky tack foul. Like, no, okay. I agree. So, so he's going to give four to Crowder. Like, I don't, like, where's the foul equation? That's what I'm trying to figure out. And well, they, like I said, they did a game two and a look on Mon- Monty Williams' faces. Like, this is the game plan. That's fine. Go ahead. Go to the line. And I don't I'm understand. I'm all for that. fouling him when he's wide open. Like, you got to make him earn the two at the line. But there's just too many fouls. He he's drawing too many fouls because it seemed like game two. Every time he drove in, they were fouling him. 
especially in like the second quarter and third quarter. They had no problem fouling him. But don't you think fouling plays into the Bucks' strengths more than Phoenix's when Phoenix wants to run? Like when you foul, you get to get your defense yeah. set. They get to take a break. Yeah. Uh, it's hard. It's hard to say, bro, because they did it again today, and I mean they got beat today. But game two, it worked. Like they still won. But, but okay, but they won that game. Yeah. But in all retrospect, if Middleton and Holiday play yeah. a little better, they lose that game. So the right. formula is there. Just a little bit of something too. They, they yeah. That's what I'm saying. The formula for the Bucks is there. They Bucks have it. They just have to have Middleton and yeah. Holiday play well. Exactly. And that's not like. It's not like you're saying, oh, well, the Lakers need to win this game. They need Caruso to have 20. That's not that's not reasonable. It's right. reasonable to ask two of your three best players to play well, yeah. especially guys who have been all-stars. Exactly. So that's what I'm a little worried about if I'm Phoenix. It's like, hey, we've kind of won these. They've won both games by, what, 10? Games one and two? Yeah. And Middleton was really bad. It's like, mm. well, I'm not really – you should have beat the shit out of them. Yeah. Well, we're going to see, bro. Like I said, it's going to start game four. Uh, it's going to be a big hole if the Bucks. When is game losing. four? Do you know? It's Wednesday. What Are we going to do anything for game four? Yeah. Maybe we'll do a watch party. Do a I'm watch down. party. Get a couple of guests on. So um, stay tuned for that. Yeah, Man, I can't curse during the game if we do it. Dang. <laughs> so um, stay tuned for that. We'll do a little watch party like we did for the Lakers game. Uh any other thoughts on the, on the series, Max? You still rolling with Milwaukee? I'm I'm gonna die drinking this Kool Aid, man. The only <laughs> like, thing stronger like than my love for the Bucks is family. Shout out Vin <laughs> Diesel. <laughs> oh man! Well, that's gonna do it, everybody. Yo, hold on. I'm sorry. Do the Bucks have the strongest force family? Because they got two brothers on the team. Yes. You like that? Yes. There you go. <laughs> I'm vibing with the young kids. <laughs> but that's going to do it everybody thank you for watching thank you for listening if you guys are listening on apple Podcasts or spotify or any other way you guys listen to podcasts these days we're on all of them all right find us max and juan cast and on youtube the guys who are watching this go ahead and like this video it helps out so much bro comment down below who do you think is going to win uh subscribe of course and if you're on social media and you guys haven't already, go ahead and follow us on there, bro. We're on Twitter, on Instagram. We're always posting daily content on both. I try to do my best on Twitter. I was tweeting. Twitter's been night. popping lately. I've been yeah. seeing on Twitter a lot more. You've I've, been. I was tweeting about the UFC fights, bro. Greg Hardy getting his ass whooped and all that, bro. But uh, sorry, cracking. <laughs> sorry, cracking, bro. But you kind of deserved it. But uh, follow us on there, Max underscore Juan Cast. Any other thoughts, Max? Shout out to all the support we get. I want a special shout out my friend Winston from Australia. <laughs> I sent him the CP3 video and he was like, "Good little rodent talk, Winnie boy, win nasty, win nasty, <laughs> win stick." Oh man, just a just a great bloke all all the way around. <laughs> but that's gonna do it, everybody. We'll see you guys Wednesday. Peace. Peace.